Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. Today I'm interviewing Susan Patang. Susan, owner of The Quiet Zone Coaching, teaches her clients the life skills their parents never taught them, how to overcome stress, frustration, drama, and BS. Welcome, Susan. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Well, I love your topic, but before we get into that, can you share a little bit about your background with our listeners? Absolutely. Um, I'm a certified life coach and I teach my clients, especially those who come from dysfunctional backgrounds, how the tools and the, the strategies they need just to survive. And the reason I started doing that was because I come from a dysfunctional background and I suffer from anxiety and depression myself. And I figured that if I can learn how to overcome this, even when medication and therapy were not working, that I can show other people how to do it too. I love that. Kind of my, my, uh, my mode of operation. (laughs) Yeah. So essentially you help people with life skills on waking up happy every day. That's right. I teach them the the life skills their parents didn't. Uh, when you come from a dysfunctional background, um, a lot of times our parents are super busy trying to take care of their own needs, and they don't either. They don't know how to, or they don't really have the time to teach us how to take care of ourselves. So what happens is we never learn how to manage stress, to overcome frustration to deal with the BS of daily life or to deal with other people's drama. So we end up kind of floundering and we don't have the life skills that we need. And that's what I teach people to do. I give them the tools that they need uh, just to deal with life so that they can wake up happy in the morning. As I was thinking, as you were talking on that, um, it's funny how there's a certain point in adulthood where we realize that our parents are people too. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. A lot of times we need to forgive our parents because they were just, we have to remember that they were doing the best that they could do at the time. Yeah. We don't always remember that. Yeah. They're human. They're doing their best and, and maybe they aren't, but um, it's our job. It's our responsibility to take control of our lives, uh, be accountable for how we experience it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm so excited. I like to wake up happy every morning. So what are some tips for this? (laughs) Okay. So the first thing there's, there are four steps that are the basic core of what I teach my clients how to do. And these are the most important things to learn. The first is to develop your value system. And I know that doesn't sound like it has anything to do with anything, but it really does. Because when we sit down and define what we think are important characteristics and traits to have as human beings, this gives us a guideline and a framework for not only our own behavior, but also what kind of people that we should choose to let into our life. So that's really super important is to develop your value system and understand what you think important traits are for human beings to have. The second thing is to learn how to be mindful. The past is gone. Mindfulness is really just a logical choice. And I know it's become really trendy (laughs) and, you know, everybody's uh, talks about, uh, oh yeah, woo woo uh, mindfulness, but it's really the logical step because the past is gone. There's nothing we can do about it. We can learn 
learn lessons from it, but we can't go back and change anything. And what we might be worrying about or anticipating in the future that might make us happy or might not make us happy, that's not here yet. So the only logical place for us to be is in this moment right now. And that leads us into the third phase, which is to change the way you look at your life and and look at it through the lens of gratitude. I call it um, having an attitude of gratitude. Um, Psychologists call it reframing. So what we're doing is we are noticing all the smallest things that we can be grateful for in our lives. Like uh, no, no line in the deli when you go to get your lunch. Uh, the cashier in the supermarket was nice to you. You made it through a green traffic light. These are all little tiny things during the day that we take for granted. If we brought somebody back from the 1700s and we put them in our living room and turned on TV, they'd probably have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. okay? uh, you know, they, it's, what is this? This is magic. Okay. But we take that for granted every day. So the idea is to not only be mindful, but also to make the most of each moment that we're in and experience it, find the wonder and the awe and amazement in our lives every day. And the fourth step is to build our self-confidence. And the way we do that is basically the same way we learn to find gratitude. Every little thing that you do during the day, you watch yourself talk because there's that constant running dialogue that goes on in our minds, right? Mm -hmm. We all have it. So what we want to do is we want to take that dialogue and make sure that we're giving ourselves pats on the back and rounds of applause for the smallest of things. And the reason that we go for those little tiny things and not necessarily the big, huge honking things is because all those little things start to add up. And there's also something that I call the new car factor. So when you get a new car and you're out on the road with it, and all of a sudden you look around and you notice all the other ones like it on the road. And, you know, the uh, jolly green giant of cars didn't come down and plop them all down in front of you. (laughs) They've always been there. We just didn't notice them. And the reason is because now that model is familiar to us. So when we change our lenses to gratitude and positivity, and when we start giving ourselves little pats on the back for the smallest of accomplishments, like I'm a klutz, okay? I give myself a big round of applause for making it up the steps without falling. (laughs) I mean, little silly things like that every single day, it becomes familiar to us. So all of a sudden we start noticing all the other wonderful, amazing things about our lives, about the moment, about ourselves that maybe we didn't see before. So this is kind of the core, the core of the, uh, the curriculum. These are the most important things that you can do to learn how to wake up happy in the morning. It's all about, we're, we all experience stress. We all experience dysfunction at some point. I mean, I, I think most of our, most of families out there are dysfunctional. I think there are very few, uh, you know, TV families out there. Nobody is, is, is perfect. Yeah. So we all experience some dysfunction in our lives and it's what we do with it that makes the difference. It's, it's, we can't make it go away. Um, it's part of being alive, but what we can do is we can change the way we view it, the way we look at it and get those tools together so that we can handle it and it can become something that's a positive for us instead of a negative. 
I like that. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, do we blame others, make excuses, or do we take responsibility for how we show up in the world and uh, think of that dysfunction as a lesson that we've been through and to make us stronger? <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Was it, you know, what was it the saying? I guess that was Shakespeare. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's true. You know, it's like there is something positive in everything in life. Um, sometimes it is only that you had the strength to survive it. Sometimes it's only that, well, now I've learned a lesson. I know not to do that again. Uh, but there's always something, and it's just a matter of training our minds. Our subconscious minds will give us what we want, and we train it to give us more positivity. A lot of people out there talk about, um, you know, manifesting things to ourselves and attracting things to ourselves. And the way to do it is to actually recognize what you already have. And be grateful for what are, what you already have, and that's not um, metaphysical stuff. That's science. Because yeah. yeah, what you're doing is you are telling your subconscious when you are grateful, I am, I have. Okay, I want to, I have things. I'm content. I'm happy. So your subconscious mind is going to try to give you more of that. If you tell your subconscious mind, I want. And I'll be happy when I get whatever <laughs> um, that, you know, your subconscious mind is just going to keep giving you more want yeah. and it's going to put you in situations and give you an attitude in situations that's going to give you just that I want. So if you're grateful and you view the world with positivity and love and happiness, and you will learn the combination of mindfulness and gratitude, the byproduct of that is happiness. That's how you learn how to wake up happy. It's not a goal that you can reach. Yeah, it's it's work, right? And it's essentially retraining our brain. That's exactly what you're doing. What you're doing is you are creating new neural pathways in your brain. Um, I do encourage my clients to meditate or to, you don't even have to meditate. Um, if you're saying the rosary or the Lord's prayer or any rhythmic prayer like that, that's a form of meditation. What you're doing is you're taking your brain out of gear and you're putting it in neutral. And they've done MRIs of the brains of people who were meditating and found these new neural pathways were being created. So oh, this, love that. Yeah, yeah it, this is <laughs> science. This is not, you know, s stuff that's uh, metaphysical or woo-woo or anything like that. This is real. Yeah. Neuroscience, people. <laughs> yeah, it's neuroscience. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, uh, so what are some ways then that, um, so back to that step one, mm -hmm. develop the value system. Uh, what are some ways that people can um, determine their values, essentially? It has to do with, with how you feel about strongly or not about certain things. Um, we uh, often are raised in households where there are certain values, um, whether they're religious values or not. Uh, and sometimes I know I was raised in, in a very uh, religious household, but I, it didn't feel authentic to me. It didn't, it felt like I was trying too hard. I was pretending, um, I had to sit down and determine what my philosophy was, you know, what do I really believe? And the way to do that is to look around and see what is out there because there may be things that you never even considered before. 
Um, for example, I found, I wish I had the link still there, there was a website out there that had a whole list of different values. I mean, there must've been 200 examples. If you Google examples of values or, or lists of values, you will come up with some of those lists. There are many of them out there. And it was an exercise where you had to take that 200 list of two or 300, uh, values and whittle it down to the top five which was nigh on impossible. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, it was an eye opener because I looked at a few of them and I said, wow, you know, I'm seeing a flavor here. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing that um, just for me personally, it, it felt like, okay, so I really value learning and knowledge and problem solving and logic and pragmatism. I, I, I find that all of these values are taking on this flavor. So I was able to ex- to uh, explore that a little more thoroughly. And the same may apply to somebody else. You might find uh, creativity and beauty and art tend to be the flavor of, of what you pick. And you can explore that more and create your own uh, and and this may change too. I have it written down in a notebook, and maybe every year or so I'll pull it out and say, "How does this feel now? Does it feel mm-hmm. authentic? Does it feel what reaction do I get in my mind and my body when I look at that? Does it feel true? Does it feel authentic? Does it give me a tingle? Does it, does it make me nod my head yes, um, or does it make me say, eh, you know?" I- <laughs> Take that one off this time, yeah. Because you're as you get older and you become more wise, your and you have more experience of life. Your value system may change. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine has over the years too. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. So and so we have tips for being mindful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm thinking so being mindful also helps us uh, reframe everything in the moment as well as build self confidence in the moment. Mm-hmm. Any tips for those times that maybe we're we're having trouble being a bit mindful and, and noticing, you know, the gratitude around us or the things that we're doing right? Yes, um, I actually have a whole a whole unit that that goes around that, and I call them the power questions, like what to do when the moment stinks, because because <laughs> yeah, the moment is go- there's it's going to happen. Not every moment in life is going to be happy, happy, joy, joy, butterflies and kittens. You know? <laughs> doesn't work that way. Um, that's not what life is. So what I do, and I'll go through these real fast. There's just a couple of them, but you ask yourself these questions in the moment. Okay. And usually I don't get past the first two before I've managed to, to get myself centered again. Um, the first one is how important is this really? And Mm. if if it is something that is important, how important is this right now? Okay. Yeah. The second question is, what is something positive and constructive that I can do about this? The third question is, what would the person that I want to be do in this situation? Ooh. Okay. And that's another reason why it's really important to develop your value system. Because what you can do is you can actually create an avatar of this is the kind of person I want to be based on what my value system is. So I want to be the kind of person who reacts with grace under pressure. I want to be the kind of person who is kind to everybody else, whatever it might be. And now you can ask yourself in those moments of pressure when the moment stinks, you can say, okay, well, what would 
what would my avatar do? You can, t- you know, I have an idea in your mind of what your avatar's name is. You can give it a name and how does he or she dress and, and what do they do and how do they speak? And you can just kind of put yourself in the avatar's shoes and then handle the situation. Another question, uh, another one of the power questions is how do I want to feel at the end of the day? Do I want to feel guilty because I didn't do my best or do I want to feel like, well, at least I did everything I could to survive a nasty situation. So Hmm. how do you want to feel at the end of the day? Um, There's another question that involves what emotions am I feeling right now? What emotions are driving because it's kind of like, um, I do a lot of creative visualization. One of the visualizations that I use myself is that I envision my brain as being a cockpit and I'm in there driving, but sometimes there are other people in there with me and there's a stove where I can put things on the back burner. If it's something that is important, but it's not important right now. So that can go be put on a pot and (laughs) back in the burner of the stove. But sometimes there's an emotion that's riding along with me. That's trying to drive. And what I will do is I will identify and label that emotion. So I am angry because I'm irritated because I'm afraid because by identifying and labeling it, you shrink it down. So it's not a big honking black cloud over your head. It's just, it's just an emotion. Yeah. And then what you do, you can even tell yourself, look, this is just a thought. Okay. I, the thoughts or my thoughts about this situation are what are causing me to have this emotion. So by identifying it and labeling it, and those of you who are parents will understand what I'm about to say, strap it in the back seat. (laughs) You know how, when your kid's out of control, you strap them in the back seat and you say, now you be quiet. Okay. I'm driving. You can ride along, but you, you can't drive. I have to drive. (laughs) There is a reason for that because when we take our emotions, especially negative emotions and push them down or push them aside, they will come back and bite you in the butt harder much later. Oh yeah. Okay. We all know that. So instead of saying, no, I'm going to power through this, I'm going to power through this. You could say, okay, I'm angry or I'm irritated because shrink it down, label it, chuck it in the backseat, strap it in. When you have time later, you could take it out and examine it and look at it and say, well, why did that make me so upset? Why did that bother me so much? But during the moment, you strap it in the back seat and just identify it and say, okay, I'm driving, you know, and a lot of times that's just enough to keep it under control. And then the bonus power question, the last one is what is something that I can learn from this? What is a lesson that I can take forward from this negative situation? So now what you're doing is you're putting those gratitude and happy, positive, awesome lenses back on so that you can guide yourself back into a place of finding positivity. So what is something I can learn from this? Even again, even if it's only that um, I'm, I'm a tough bird and I got through this and everybody watch out for me. Uh, (laughs) That might be all that you can take from it, but you survived it. Good for you. Give yourself a round of applause and a pat on the back and move forward. Oh, I love it. And it sounds like this is part of a course or something. Can you share a little bit about your services and or products with the listeners? 
Oh, absolutely. Um, I do one-on-one coaching. Um, I create a customized package to go along with whatever people's needs are. Um, and that includes financial needs. Um, I'm not one of those coaches that says, okay, well, yeah, you've got to sign up with me for a year and spend $10,000. I don't do that. Um, <laughs> you know, if, if, if we're all having financial trouble right now. The economy is in tatters. Uh, the world has been suffering uh, for quite a while now. So you know what? It's time for us to get back on the ball. Imagine how the world would be if everybody felt gratitude for what they have and was positive. Mm. So I'm going to do that one person at a time. So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but what I do is I have one-on-one coaching. Um, I have something that is called a try-it-on package so that you can buy three sessions at a discount. And that way you can see if you like coaching before you sign up for a package. Um, everything I do is, is custom designed to the, to the client, but I also have things that it's called, uh, tiny tools for radical results. And they are little targeted video lessons with worksheets. They're only 27 us dollars. And they're the one that I just uh, posted is called attracting what you want in life. Mm. Okay. The surprising way to attract what you want in life. Um, There's also going to be some new ones coming out about relationships, what everybody should know about relationships, and also basic rules for overcoming dysfunction, which is kind of basically uh, what we just talked about. Excellent. So I try to have something for everybody so that if you want to work with somebody one-on-one, you can, or you can just buy the tiny tools. And I also have something called power sessions. Uh, There are three different power sessions. One is on conflict resolution. One is on building self-confidence and self-esteem, things like that. So that you can, and leaving work stress at work, that's the third one. So what they are is the same video lesson and worksheet, but you get a one-on-one session with me. So, you know, I have something for everybody. Awesome. So we'll make sure that your website gets in the description Thank you uh, for the much. show, of course. So we're at that point now, your final piece of advice for our listeners. My final piece of advice is to not take anything for granted. Be aware, be grateful for everything, no matter how big or how small. Mm-hmm. Oh, wise words. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Susan. Thank you very much. If you'd like to learn more about Susan, visit her website at thequietzonecoaching.com. Interested in expanding your employee development program? Visit christinaeans.com to look at the many workshops Christina has available for you.